Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday and welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast. Thanks so much for listening in to the show. This is your place for Walt Disney World planning tips and tricks and got a great episode for you today all about Disney transportation. So I'm your host, Danielle. I thank you again so much for listening. And this is episode 97, Ranking Disney Resorts by Transportation Options. Hello, hello, everyone. Thanks for being here today. I so appreciate all of you listening into the podcast as we are grinding toward a special milestone. I'm really excited to celebrate that episode 100 with you, bring some Q&A style stuff to the podcast. So be watching my Instagram stories over at Mountains of Magic or Facebook at Fantastical Vacations by Danielle with one L. Be checking out those stories. I'll be putting up question boxes. Would love to know what you want the topics on that podcast to be. But before we get into today's stuff, I do want to read a review. I thank you so much for those of you that have taken the time to leave a rating or review. If you do so and it pops up and populates for me, I am definitely going to read it on the show. So we have one today from a fellow Danielle. This is from Danielle CTA. She says, Danielle, me, Danielle, is easy to listen to and full of clear, concise information without being overwhelming. A great resource for anyone looking for more vacation planning tips and information. So, Danielle, thanks so much for that. This podcast is definitely intended for the newbie or the haven't been to Disney World in quite a while, just to get an idea of what's going on in the parks and give you quick short episodes that you can listen to, get some nuggets of information, and then come back later in the week. So go and leave a rating or review, please, please, if you are enjoying the podcast. I'll read it on the show. And I'm so thankful for all of you listeners um, and the way this podcast has grown this past year. All right. So today we are doing a ranking episode. And I don't do that often. I'm not a big like, let's rank everything, you know, one through 10 best and worst at Disney. Um, I did some of that earlier with a lot of food things. So you can go back and listen to those. However, I do just kind of geek out about transportation in Walt Disney World. I love it. I consider things like the monorail and the Skyliner like your first ride or attraction of the trip. And anytime I'm choosing the hotel that I'm going to be staying at, that does play into it a lot because we go to the parks on every trip. How are we going to get there? What's the most time efficient way we can get there? Because when I'm ready to go to the parks, I want to be in the parks. I don't want to be waiting around for forever to get myself there. So focusing today strictly on Walt Disney World resort hotels where transportation is included. If you're considering not staying on Disney property or staying at a good neighbor or a Disney Springs hotel, those can be great options. They can be more cost effective, but you always want to think about the transportation situation. For example, at Disney hotels, you get free parking. That may not be the case at this other off-site hotel. There's free transportation with Disney hotels. Not the case always. Sometimes they're scheduled on the hour shuttle, so you have to kind of work your schedule around that, or sometimes they can be a paid option. So just factor 
that into your vacation cost. If Uber or Lyft or even minivans are going to be the way to go, just keep that in mind. Know that travel advisors can help you even with booking those offsite hotels. So that's not something you have to go do all on your own. Um, but just something to consider. All right, let's get into the ranking. So for my brain to help me with this, I split all the Disney resorts into three categories. Either they have great transportation options, they have good transportation options, or they have, you know, okay, were you really just saying okay, because they're less than desirable transportation options. So I sort of have things ordered in those three categories. We're going to go from okay-ish to greatest. And these are just my opinions. So I have not stayed personally in every single Disney resort, but I have visited almost all of them. So I've seen the workings, I've seen how the transportation options work. I know when we're talking about multiple bus stops, access to the Skyline or whatever those different options are. Also in ranking these, I'm looking at which one gives me the most options to get to the theme parks. Um, There are some in here that can get me to Disney Springs and some other areas, but that's sort of my main focus. So let's start with our okay-ish category, and I'm going to go last to best in that. So Kind of the Disney Resort that I've heard sort of the roughest transportation about is going to be the Fort Wilderness Campground. Now, the dynamic, if you're staying here, may be different. You may be spending a lot more time at the campground doing things there than you are necessarily in the park. But just know your transportation options there are a little limited, especially if you don't rent a golf cart. So there is parking for your own personal vehicle, but it may not be right by where you're staying if you're looking at like staying in a cabin. Okay, obviously, like if you're on a campsite and you had to wheel your camper there, there's where your car is. Um, But using those golf carts is really how you're going to get around. There are internal buses, but there are a lot of stops. Now, while that sounds like a good thing, oh, lots of stops at my resort for buses, I don't have to walk super far to get to one. What that means is the bus you're getting on has to go by a whole lot of stops before it ever gets to yours. So if you are staying at a resort that has multiple bus stops, internal busing, you do want to kind of find out the room, my placement, is it first up on the bus loop? So I know I'm always getting on an empty bus, but I'm going to have to wait until it fills up for us to actually head off to the park. Or am I at the end of the bus loop where sometimes the bus may not get to me because it's full. Disney will send another one. You're not going to be there forever, but that's just something you want to consider at some of these larger resorts. There are boating options available over to Magic Kingdom from Fort Wilderness, so I probably shouldn't put it lowest on the list because you do have some other options. Um, But I think part of this will just be my own inexperience with this resort. I haven't stayed there personally. I'm just going off things that I've kind of heard. But just keep that in mind if you're looking at the campgrounds. Look into the cost of that golf cart. Know about how moving around there works so you can navigate and get yourself to the park. 
All right, number four in this category is the Animal Kingdom Lodge. So this is a beautiful property, beautiful hotel. But Animal Kingdom Lodge kind of gets a bad rap because it's off in its own like corner of Walt Disney World. And it can take a while to get to any park other than Animal Kingdom. Even though it's Animal Kingdom Lodge, it is not walkable to Animal Kingdom. And from this deluxe hotel, there's no way to get around other than buses. Animal Kingdom Lodge is also split into two different areas. There's Kadani Village and Jumbo House. Both have their own busing. You don't have to walk from one to the other, but if you want to get back and forth between the two, um, there's an internal bus you have to take, and if you want to walk, there's kind of like weird parking lot walkway. It's going to take you a while. It's not really conducive to one resort area really close together, you're going to have to get yourself some steps in. So with this one, just because of proximity and busing being the only option, it is low on my list. All right, number three in this category is another larger resort. Still has a good central location um, to most of the theme parks, but that's Old Key West. Um beautiful resort, but pretty spread out. You've got multiple bus stops within it. um, And it's your only real option getting to and from the theme parks is hopping on a bus. This is actually the only Disney resort that I haven't stepped foot on. It's the only property that I haven't been to. So I can't speak a lot to it, just being honest from personal knowledge. But just know if you end up here you're going to, you know, you're going to have to take a bus to get where you want to go. You're going to have multiple bus stops, but you might have to stop at them before you get there. All right. Number two in this category is Coronado Springs. Um, Coronado Springs location wise is actually really good. It is pretty centralized to all four parks for the most part. Magic Kingdom being a little bit further away. But this is another one that's just in this category because busing is your only option to get to the parks from here. There is an internal bus system, but there's only four stops. Um, I do know for a fact with this one, the Casitas is your first stop on the bus route and the Grand Destino Tower is actually the last one where buses pick up. So that's something, you know, you'll want to keep in mind based on where you're staying. And again, it hurts me. I love it, but there's just not a ton of options for transportation here. All right. And then number one in our okay-ish category is Port Orleans Riverside. So this is a moderate resort. There are two main sections. You've got Alligator Bayou and the other section that for some reason I can never remember the name of. It's got like your pretty columns and arches and all of that stuff. It just looks a little bit fancier than the bayou. Um, So you've got internal busing here. Again, keep in mind with that. Am I first up on the bus loop? Am I toward the end? Maybe go by the front desk and ask that just to get an idea. When I stayed there last February, I want to say we were at the very back of Alligator Bayou, and that was actually one of the first stops on the bus route. So even though you're really far from the lobby, you get awarded with being first up on buses. Um, But again, most everything is in this, oh, 
okay-ish category because there just aren't other options other than busing. We'll throw in an honorable mention for Port Orleans French Quarter. It does have boat transportation to Disney Springs. It's a nice little ride, but it does take a little bit of time. All right, now we're going to switch over to the good category. So these honestly still don't have a ton of options for getting to and from the parks, but they've got some perks that kind of take them out of that okay category for me. So number four in this good category are the all-star resorts. So again, busing is the only option, but here's why I kind of bumped these up out of the okay category. The all-star resorts only have one bus stop. It's right at the front That's where everybody has to go to get on the bus. However, Disney knows there are a lot of people at these resorts. So I tend to feel like they just keep buses coming on repeat. In the morning before park opens, like there can be tons of people in line and you can walk up and feel so defeated. But Disney's going to have like three buses there taking all of y'all to Magic Kingdom. So I have always had really good luck with the all-star busing. Um, getting me where I needed to go quickly, knowing there was high demand. And so Disney fills it with a lot of buses. All right. Number three in this category is Port Orleans French Quarter. So this is right beside Port Orleans Riverside. But what sets this resort a little bit apart is that it's smaller. And because it's smaller, there's only that one bus stop in the front. So you don't have to deal with the internal busing struggle. Still, your only way to get to the theme parks is via bus, but you can take a boat to Disney Springs. So that kind of bumps it up a little bit and you don't have to worry about running around to different bus stops or making stops before you get to the park. All right. Number two in this good category is Saratoga Springs. Um, So this one could probably live a little bit lower. I bumped it up on the list because it is walkable to Disney Springs. There's also boat transportation, but you're literally right across the water. So if you're up for a little walk, even from one of the farthest spots. It's not an awful walk to Disney Springs. This resort, though, is large. It's giant. Um, I had never been there until this past February getting to stay. So it is really big. Multiple bus stops, internal busing. Um, So, you know, know where your bus stop is, know where it falls on the lineup, getting around and getting to the parks. However, that walkability to Disney Springs, anything with walkability is bumping it up on my list. All right. And then number one in this good category is Wilderness Lodge. This may be another one where I'm just a little partial. Um, So Wilderness Lodge is in the Magic Kingdom Resort area. It's a deluxe resort, but it's really the only, not the only one, It's one of the few in that area where you can't just walk to Magic Kingdom. So you can boat over to Magic Kingdom, but everything else is going to be a bus situation. However, at this resort and at I think all the deluxe resorts, you only have one bus stop. So that's nice for proximity. That's nice for not having to, you know, rotate all around and worry about buses being full. However, I do feel like at these deluxe resorts, you don't see the bus is 
as rapidly. You don't see them as back to back as you do with the all stars because there's just not as many people there trying to hop on a bus. So keep that in mind. But Wilderness Lodge is going to finish out our good category. Okay, now we're going to our final category. These are great options for transportation. And all of these are here because there are multiple transportation options. Either you can walk to a theme park, you can take the Skyliner, you can take the monorail. um, And so sort of ranking those out by, you know, what your options are. So this category is pretty large. There are 10 different resorts that kind of fall into this. And so in our great category, number 10 that I'm going to go with is Caribbean Beach. Now, Caribbean Beach is definitely like winning when it comes to moderate resorts because you've got that Skyliner access. This is going to take you to Hollywood Studios and to Epcot. And the Caribbean Beach Hub is actually where the other Skyliner resorts have to come into. You have to get off. You have to switch over to a Skyliner route that's going to take you to Epcot or Hollywood Studios. So being at Caribbean Beach is really going to put you like right there for wherever you need to go between those two parks. However, I have it a little lower on the list just because it's so big. If you look at a map of Caribbean Beach, there's literally a few sections that are like across a street. It's a safe street. You can cross it safely, okay? But you just feel like you're really far away. There is internal busing there, um, but that's going to be your only option to get to Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom. And again, this is totally my opinion. I feel like this one could definitely move up the list because that Skyliner access is great, but it really just depends on where your room is. If you're having to walk a big old trek to get to that Skyliner, that may push it down a little bit. And even in saying this, I forgot about Caribbean Beach being the hub. It should really probably oomph above these next two that I'm going to mention at number eight and number nine. Um, So maybe we'll just loosely uh, talk about those numbers, okay? So what I have coming up next in this great category, number eight and number nine really completely tied, and that's Art of Animation and Pop Century Resort. You've got that Skyliner access to get you to Hollywood Studios and Epcot, but again, you're going to have to stop at the Caribbean Beach Skyliner Hub, get off, and then get on one of those lines. Um, But Pop and Art of Animation both have a single bus stop at the front. That's going to get you to the other parks. And again, there's a good amount of people at these resorts because they're value hotels. So Disney does a pretty good job at getting buses there quickly. I would slightly edge Pop Century out over Art of Animation. And here's why. At Pop Century, if you just want a traditional room, two queen beds that sleeps four people, you can kind of get that throughout the resort. If you want that at Art of Animation, though, the only section that has it is the Little Mermaid rooms that are at the back of the resort. Okay, this is because I stayed there in one of the furthest rooms away um, for our spring break trip. You're looking at about a 10 minute walk to the Skyliner, maybe a little bit more to the front lobby. Um, So after a long day, your feet are tired. That may not be, you know, what you love to be doing. However, if you're staying at Pop Century and you just want a standard room like that, you have the likelihood of being a little closer, you know, to the lobby or to that Skyliner 
entry point. Um, you can always pay for a preferred room at Pop Century and know that you're going to be closer to those things. At Art of Animation, if you want to be closer, you're going to have to get a family suite. And that price tag can be a lot more than just doing a preferred room over at Pop. All right. In our great category, number seven is going to be the Riviera Resort. So this is another deluxe resort. It literally has a Skyliner hub right there in its backyard. Um, You hop on that. It takes you over to the one at Caribbean Beach that's literally like a 30 second ride away and you get on whichever line you need to go to Hollywood Studios or Epcot. But another benefit of this one is this resort is high. It's not wide. So there is only one bus stop at the front of resort. You go out there, you get on the bus, you get yourself to Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Disney Springs, wherever you want to go. So this is just a resort that has, like I said, a tall footprint instead of a wide one. So everything's really close together, makes it nice for transportation. Okay, for our top six in this category, these are are really based just on kind of personal preference because all of these I'm about to mention are walkable to a theme park and have multiple transportation options to some others. So I'm going to start over in the Epcot Resort area. Number six in our great transportation option category is going to be the Yacht Club. So Beach and Yacht Club are basically connected resorts. They're right by each other. I'm strictly putting Yacht Club here at the end because it's a little bit further away. So from Yacht Club, you can walk into the back entrance of Epcot to the International Gateway that also means you can get on the Skyliner there and ride it over to Hollywood Studios. So you've got walkable entrance to one park. You could walk to Hollywood Studios as well from the Yacht Club, Beach Club, Boardwalk, all that we're about to talk about. It's just a bit of a longer walk. Hop on the Skyliner if you want to. All right, number five in this great category is going to be the Polynesian Village Resort. I'm putting this kind of last of the Magic Kingdom resorts right there on the monorail loop just because it's the furthest technically from Magic Kingdom. You can walk over there. You're probably looking at at least like a 15 minute walk, but you've got the monorail right there that you can hop on, get yourself a right to Magic Kingdom, um, as well as take a transfer and ride the monorail to the front of Epcot. What's really nice about these monorail resorts, if you don't know, is that you literally don't even have to go outside to board them. You board them right inside your resort, hop on get where you need to go, get off at the Magic Kingdom or get off at the Transportation and Ticket Center and hop on the one to Epcot. All right, number four in our category is the Boardwalk Hotel, another Epcot Resort Hotel. It's a tiny bit farther from that entrance to International Gateway at Epcot, but you've got those same perks. You walk right into Epcot, you take the Skyliner to Hollywood Studios, or you can walk over there. Number three in this category, we're kind of hopping back and forth, going to the Grand Floridian. I can ride that monorail over to Magic Kingdom or walk over there pretty quickly, and then then I can ride a monorail to the front of Epcot if needed and enjoy my time over there. All right, number two, I'm putting Beach Club because that is the closest walkable one to Epcot. You're literally right there at the back door. Hop on that Skyliner and get to Hollywood Studios as well. And then for my own personal preference, number one when it comes to transportation is the Contemporary Resort. 
if y'all have listened for a while, you know Magic Kingdom's my favorite, and I've gotten to stay at the Contemporary once, and I can't tell you how amazing it is to like roll out of bed, eat a Mickey waffle, and just literally, even if you're staying the furthest point from Magic Kingdom of the Contemporary, you walk for five minutes and you go through security and you're right there at the gate. And at the end of the night when you're tired, you literally just make a little lift out of Magic Kingdom and you're back in your hotel room. So this will always top my list. If I can stay at the Contemporary again, I will jump on that chance because walking to Magic Kingdom is just amazing. Then I can go up to, you know, the level where Chef Mickey's and the food court and the gift shops are. I can hop on the monorail if I want um, and take a transfer over to Epcot. And then all of these resorts that I just mentioned, Beach Club, Boardwalk, Yacht Club, Contemporary, Polynesian, and the Grand Floridian, they all have that central one bus stop at the front of the resort. So you're not having to run around to get to those. All right, friends. So this was just strictly my opinion. But hopefully, if you're considering any of these resorts, you got a better idea of how transportation might work at them. And if you're kind of up in the air of where you want to stay, maybe this ranking gave you some things to think about so you can make that decision. But I thank you all so very much for listening in today while I geeked out about transportation. Um, if you need help planning that magical vacation, be sure to check out the show notes and you can find me on social media or send me an email. But as always, thanks so much for listening and hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye. <laughs>